Good afternoon. I'm Jordan Peoples, and Marvel sucks. I'm Cade Weiberg, and it still does not after all these years, all these episodes. Uh, do you remember just uh, the first episode where you were just like so hesitant about this, and now you've watched not only 23 movies, but two entire Marvel TV shows, not to mention some of the Netflix ones. Very little of the Netflix ones, but not none. <laughs> not none, that's yeah. for certain. Um, also, I'm just so, going to go ahead and get the theme out of the way. Oh yeah, we should listen to that. I think Marvel sucks. No, it doesn't. No, it really does. No. Beautiful. Great theme. We should hear it again. Okay. Not as good the second time. Have we ever done three? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We won't today. Do, do you want to? <laughs> no. Oh, man. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, we're here to talk about the closing. Uh, we're closing up our, our three-episode arc on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Or now, as the credits roll, uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Did you notice they changed the title at the very end? <laughs> I totally didn't. <laughs> Is, yeah, yeah I, I just I saw I was like oh there goes the title and yeah I mean and, but it, I probably read name. it and I just didn't occur to me that it was changed because <laughs> yeah. it was just such a natural progression right. for him to get from Falcon to Winter Soldier. Uh, I I am very curious what you thought of these last two episodes. Last we left off, you were sitting at a three out of six, and you are going to add anywhere between zero well, and two the, Avengers. I was at a three out of four because there's sure. only four possible so far. Yeah, but I mean, it's a it's a three part rating system, right. so you rate them over the course of three episodes. Yeah. And I at this point have given it a four and four out of six, and I will go ahead and just give my review right now. Sure. As per tradition, uh, I think I'm going to land on a 5.25. Okay. So, right, uh, this is... So, you're getting is... Th- these two episodes a 1.25 out of Correct. Two. Correct, which is going to be... So, I need Tiny Ant-Man at the table, and I need... Poof, uh have I done Winter Soldier yet? This is the we should really write these down yeah. for the next time. Yeah, we should next, write them down. Next, next show, time. we will write them down. I do not um, know what you did last time. Okay, then I let's I'll do uh, someone more random because that seems like someone I would pick. Yeah. Unless the past Just, two episodes, I was intentionally trying to pick people I wouldn't pick. You should do the full size wasp. That seems unlikely. That okay, you use that. Yeah, unless yeah, I guess I haven't used a point three three. So yeah, we're gonna do Tiny Ant Man and a full size wasp. <laughs> Uh, to reach, wait, oh yeah, okay, so 1.25, so 5.25, I was thinking about giving it a 5, kind of just, as I was sitting at this last episode, and then I just really liked, kind of, the overall, his speech at the end was so good, Hmm. um, and we'll, we'll do a deep dive, we we will talk about these two episodes, um, but why don't we start with, uh, just 
catching up. How have you been these past two weeks? I know there's less stuff to catch up on. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything too unique that has happened to me in the last two weeks. I feel like something must have. Really, it's just the semester's wound down. Like, this is the last day of classes. Okay. So my exams start a week from now. Fun. Um, I got my second vaccine today. Okay, so, how are you feeling? Uh, pretty close to immortal. Like, not not quite immortal yet. Like, I think it needs time to percolate, but then I'll be immortal, which is nice. Yeah. No, you definitely, I mean, after, because I, like, five hours after I got my shot, my second shot, I felt like death. Mm. Like, I felt like I had a serious illness coming on. And then I had a terrible night's sleep, and then I woke up, I was just really tired the next day, and then it was fine. Yeah. Um, So, I'm curious, what time did you get it? Uh, 11. So, it's been a few hours. Yeah, so right now it's 2.36 for the listeners at home uh, on Friday, April 23rd. Yeah, and I'm not and planning on doing anything tomorrow. I'm kind of just taking that day off. One, just because the semester... It's Saturday. Well, that normally would not <laughs> stop me <laughs> from doing some reading or something. But like Saturdays I, are for the boys. Yeah, so that one I'm taking off. And just in case vaccine stuff, but also just because, you know, it's been yeah. a while. Since I've yes. not worked on a Saturday. And by yeah. work, I just mean, you know, studying. Not like work, work. that. Hey, that do. is work, too. Yeah. That is work as well. Um, and You're... then the other thing that's happening today that's exciting is it's the season finale of RuPaul's Drag Race. So, which I've okay. been watching. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a single episode. What, yeah, what's, neither uh... I. Uh, it, Ellie watches it, so I've been watching it with her. Because it's on okay. every Friday. That's an interesting night for a television show. It is to kind, of, like, who's staying at home on a Friday? I, I mean, I guess if it it's been going on a while, hasn't it? It's like thirteen seasons or something. Yeah, that's that's wild. So this has been going on since like two thousand eight. Yeah, and I don't know how much of it they've updated. I think Ellie said that the logo has been the same for thirteen years. That which is, is believable. It doesn't look. I mean, it doesn't look bad, but it doesn't look like it'd be designed in twenty twenty one. The year yeah. of our Lord, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our Lord who clearly embraces RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, I think so. What? There was a Seventh-day Adventist on this uh, season. It was okay. like, and I was like, do they like, are they okay with like these kind of alternative lifestyles? And I looked it up and they are not. <laughs> so I'm sure that's some point of contention in their household. I don't know though. Uh-huh. Interesting. I so I've never seen the show. What what, what happened on a, it? Yeah. yeah what does a typical episode entail? Yeah. So it's like they have a series of challenges. Most of them are kind of skit and improv based, which is not really what I expected. But it's normally yeah. like they dress up for like a skit that some writer writes, or it's like a roast, or it's like a, that old TV show Match Game. But mm-hmm. they used to have all the celebrities on it, and they do that, except for instead of it being... They, they impersonate different celebrities. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's all very interesting, but it, I feel like it's mostly interesting because I don't know anything about it. So I'm seeing it yeah. all for the first time, and it's quite novel. I'm not sure I'll get as much out of it if I'm uh, going to see a second season of it. I, but, so are you, you started from the beginning. Uh, I think I was like one or two episodes after the very beginning, but okay. But I've seen so you're not jumping in at season thirteen. Oh no 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 no! I haven't seen. I am jumping in at season thirteen. I didn't oh, even you watch are. season thirteen from the beginning. I was like two episodes <laughs> into season thirteen when I started watching it regularly. Interesting. 
Yeah. And is this something that you were hesitant to watch at first, like Marvel, and then you ended up loving, like Marvel? <laughs> or it is was, this... Uh, it was similar to a Marvel situation. I was not like, <laughs> oh, we gotta watch this. It was not... I did not instigate the idea. But okay. once it was on... And I at, at the beginning, I was playing, like, uh, like Pokemon or something. While watching sure. it, I was just like, you know... Giving your undivided attention. Right. But then I slowly got dragged into this challenge. It's like, oh, no, this this queen is terrible. Don't like her. This wasn't funny. Like, this roast was mean-spirited or whatever. Like, I started to get engaged with it. Now I just have to watch it entirely. Okay. So now you're now the DS is put away the DS when you is watch. The DS is gone, yeah. No. The D- wow. It's 100% focus. Wow. Um, That's... I mean, that is saying something that you gave Marvel undivided attention, never even opened your DS as far as I know. Yeah. And I'd like to keep it that way. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I ever did. But, uh, yeah, no, the funniest thing is it, so at the end of the episode, they have all these challenges or whatever, and then the last thing that happens is they have a lip sync off, and okay. they just randomly lip sync to whatever song is on, and they have to just wear the outfits that they wore to the last thing, which sometimes are very much not conducive to dancing. Okay. But that's just part of the challenge, I guess. Sure. That makes sense. But it, it ends up being in so completely arbitrary how it ends. Because they just have this random lip sync. And then RuPaul just says which one of them won. But like, there's no scoring to lip syncing. It's just like she just <laughs> picks the one she likes. Yeah. So RuPaul has been the judge this entire time. Right. And there's another panel of judges. This is also a weird thing. And they talk and they give their opinion. But RuPaul is like a dictator. 100% control of all the decisions. <laughs> so, but they're so there just each, to like chime in. Each of their votes is like 1% and then RuPaul's is like 97% yeah, kind of deal. I mean, I think they could like persu- be persuasive, but it's not sure. definitive. But RuPaul gets the final say. Yeah. And it's... Uh, uh, I would say some queens went home a little bit earlier than they should have. <laughs> <laughs> It's not as, but some stayed way longer than they should have. There's this uh, uh, one named Utica who is the least funny. And like being a funny is a pretty important part of it. Um, mm-hmm. Just because you're often like either acting or roasting or something, someone. And she is like the least funny of anyone by so far. And it's like they kept her on just to be like dramatic and controversial like it's like they deliberately kept her on long enough to be on the roast and her roast was mean-spirited no one liked it and she just got like completely shit on for it i mean that sounds like i mean you're talking about it on a marvel podcast all of our eight million fans are listening to this and probably will tune into rupaul's drag race tonight as a result they should even Even though though this episode hasn't been released yet They will retroactively watch that episode. They will already know who's won. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm here in the dark. Is it going to be Simone? Is it going to be Rosé? <laughs> is it going to be Candy Muse? Or is it going to be the last one of the four? <laughs> whose name Your is, favorite. Your favorite. Uh, Gottmik. Oh, that's an interesting name. Yeah. I mean, hey, my name's Cade. Who am I to judge? <laughs> Yeah. So um, I'm looking so this, forward. Well, just let me say my prediction. I hope. I don't think Rose's <laughs> gonna win. I would hope for Rose to win. Okay. Uh, she's a great singer. She's she's an all around uh, dynamo of a drag queen, <laughs> and I love that. Uh, but uh-huh. she so far in the edit just has not gotten a lot of attention, which makes me think that she's probably not gonna win, or else they would have edited the whole season differently. 
Ah, so you're watching with editor's eyes. Oh, yeah. No, you've got to. <laughs> any, I feel like any reality TV show, like, normally yeah. they kind of play their hand as, like, these. this is someone to, like, watch. So I think yeah. it's either going to be Gottmik or Simone, but uh, that's my prediction. You, we'll check in next episode to see whether <laughs> I was right. In uh, June? Yeah. <laughs> For well, Loki. it's still fresh. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that is, uh, unless we have some uh, special guest episodes or something in between, I think our next uh, next rendezvous will be uh, June 11th for Loki. Wow. Isn't that, uh, It's it's been a lovely, um, I guess it's been 13 weeks together? Mm-hmm. About that? Uh, I mean, on, obviously not repeating every week, but yeah. uh, it's, but it's been, yeah, well, we it's been over. We have because of the uh, pandemic, shutting down all Marvel things for uh, four years. We it seems much longer than that made up time, uh, but the thirteen weeks like in Black Widow was supposed to come out in like ten days, uh, and then that obviously did not happen. Mm-hmm. So that would have been oh, could you imagine if we were closing off this chapter and then ten days later we were going to watch a Marvel movie? Could you imagine that? It would be nice. I, I'm I'm excited to go to the movie theater again. I actually did go to the movie theater. Um, what did you see last weekend? And saw uh, Nobody. The Bob yeah. Bob All right. Let's talk about Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so you have also detour. seen it then? I saw it in theaters. I loved it. And I just want to preface: I am a big Bob Odenkirk fan. Mm-hmm. I like John Wick, but I don't love John Wick. And yeah. this seemed like and also this was kind of like each act was better and better and the third act is just bananas Mm -hmm. and i loved it and oh my god christopher lloyd in that movie so stellar (laughs) yeah so this movie uh it's one of those movies where it's a really good kind of stupid like it it, it knows how stupid it is and just runs with that like it doesn't pretend to be some sort of highfalutin like no. film like there's no point to this except for the fact that <laughs> they just wanted to make a movie with bob odenkirk kicking ass and that's what he did and they did yeah <laughs> and it was great <laughs> oh I, I was yeah I, I mean i saw it had really good reviews and that was kind of surprised me just because i saw the trailer like six months ago and i was like this looks so dumb mm-hmm. it's just He's doing Better Call Saul, and they're like, let's just make a movie with him in it and sell tickets just based on his star power. Uh, but that was not the case. This was genuinely fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it reminds me of like the treatment that Fury Road got, where the critics were yeah. just like, oh, we know what this is, and what it's trying to be, it does a good job at being. Like, it, yes. it's not a stellar movie. Like, it's not like a... I didn't leave the theater like, wow, that's going to make me think. <laughs> it's like it's not that and it doesn't try to be that um, yeah it's just like fast nine yeah now, i kind of i did leave the theater wanting to watch the fast and the furious movies because of that trailer because i've never seen oh, any of them and i kind I of wanna, either kind of want to just do you want to start a side podcast <laughs> uh what would it be I... fast sucks versus furious doesn't <laughs> uh i have I've never I have never had any interest in seeing those movies. I don't know what it is. Yeah, neither have I. I mean, I just I think the thing was it was so nice to be back in a movie theater because I have not been in a movie theater since uh, 
Far From Home? I'm trying to think if I went after Far From wow. Home. Wow. But this might be the first movie I've seen since then. Um, that is wild. That 2019? It's been almost two years? Uh, maybe I saw one movie in the winter of 2019. Two. What was it? Little Women. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Little Women was your last okay. theater experience. But that, which wasn't, is that wasn't as much of a movie, movie theater, theater movie. movie. Yeah, you can watch yeah. Little Women anywhere. It does <laughs> not suffer from being on the small screen. It also lives on in your heart. Of course. Wherever you go. It was a very wholesome oh, movie. We should... I don't think we ever discussed this on the podcast, but I watched it in theaters. I really enjoyed that movie. Um, and then I watched it again with my family, because my mother, growing up, would always make us watch the Christian Bale one, which... As a ten year old, that is like the worst movie that can be put on Wait, for Bale was like in two a hours. Women? Yeah, he's in the nineties version. Oh, okay. He plays Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and that was the biggest contention point of contention with this movie. Everyone was like, He is a shitty Rory was his name? Yeah. What was they didn't yeah, like him? He they were like Christian Bale is our Rory, ride or die. Like, huh. don't even try to put Timothy Chalamet as him. Yeah, um, this movie I think was very good, except for the pacing at the beginning. It felt like it was a little like yada 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 yada. Okay, here's the story. I have a, a question slash uh, clarification I want to run by you. So I saw this movie, and I was under the impression when I watched it in the theaters uh, that at the end of the movie, uh, when Joe is selling the book. She ultimately does not end up with anyone. And then the cutscene at the end of the movie is her in the book with her, uh, the husband, the guy she yeah. ends up marrying. Because she adamantly seemed, while selling her book, that she did not want to be partnered off with a man. Right. And then I brought that up to my sister and mother when we watched it as a family over Christmas. And they were like, no, she ends up with the man. Don't ruin this. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I always thought, and that's kind of why I liked it so much, because it was such a, it was a unique twist, because in the original, or the, I'm sure there are multiple versions, but in the 90s one that I've seen multiple times, mm -hmm. she does end up with him, and I think it's kind of lame. Yeah, so it, it, you're saying the point is that she doesn't, right? It's only that Correct. in the book she does, because the Correct. editor makes her. Because the editor makes right. her. Yeah. But, in, but the editor cannot control her real life, and she's like, I don't want to end up with anyone in my real life. Right. No, I think so, that's what happened, right? So you agree with my stance? Yeah. Okay. No, I, Great. I think this, I'm gonna... this book, I mean, the movie kind of played around with that, right? Like going back and forth between the story of her life and her actual life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to yeah. remember. It's been a while since I watched it. I also yes. watched, speaking of not being able to follow things, I watched The Father. <laughs> Have you seen that? Oh, no, that's on my top of my list. Yeah. So that was Is it... great. I watched that oh, recently. Oh, was it? Okay. Um, I... I... I mean, Olivia Coleman and uh, Anthony what's this? Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, that. How can that not be a slam dunk? Yeah, it is very interesting. Uh, it's not hard to follow as a like a like as a director type thing, but just the nature of the story. I don't know what you know about. Yeah, it. but like, I, like the old man with Alzheimer's right. or and dementia or whatever. The movie is from his perspective. Oh, so interesting. Um, and and you this you figure this out very quickly. Like this is the premise of yeah. the movie is basically <laughs> that you're following him. So okay, uh, like things are confusing around him, and it's merely mm -hmm. just because he doesn't know even like how to keep track of it. So stuff just keeps like changing. It's is weird, 
and it, it ends up being I don't know. It's, it's a, re- a very clever storytelling mechanic. Yeah. Um, but we'll have I, to talk about that after you see it because it's very. I good. will definitely. That is definitely on my list. Um, that it kind of the only reason I haven't seen it. Like I went to the Alamo. I have been seeing a lot of movies like since I got my second vaccine. Even before I got my second vaccine, I was still like the only one in the theater for October. I didn't go every week, but I saw. I mean, I saw Tenet and New Mutants mm-hmm. in August, and then they closed down again. Then they reopened, like, Halloween. Yeah. Uh, there was a very surprisingly good uh, kind of horror movie, and it was kind of like nobody where it knew what it was, mm-hmm. and it wasn't trying to be, like, this The Exorcist or an outstanding horror movie. But I went in with a very low bar. It has Gillian Jacobs in it. Okay. And, uh, it, I, oh, what is it called? Oh, it's called Come Play. Um, and it's about her autistic son who has, who communicates via iPad and like apps, like texting communication apps and kind of that stuff. Hmm. Uh, and there is like an evil being inside of his iPad trying to fuck with the family. Interesting. Uh, That is a strange premise. It, It is. And I went in with a low bar and they had like, I don't, Jim Henson's puppet people like make this monster and it looked so real and the jump scares were all well-timed and not like super dumb trailer jump scares. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one of the best original horror movies I've seen in a while. Don't, again, don't go in expecting like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's not it the is Shining. A, it, it is not The Shining. It is a fun horror popcorn muncher and i that's like the best one i've seen in a long time that sounds good i want to watch i want to watch more horror movies in general i keep wanting to dive into horror movies and i don't know where exactly to start like i've seen the first song which i kind of feel like is a a jump off point it is great me and kyle uh during the quarantine uh or right after like the summer after um we went on a friday the 13th bender yeah. And we watched all 12 of them. Wow. Or actually, not all 12. There were, we've, we watched like the good ones. Yeah. And then there is a Camp Crystal Lake documentary narrated by Corey Feldman. Weird. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because he's, he's one of the characters in the most popular film. Okay. Uh, and yeah, he aged weirdly. Yes. He very much did. <laughs> he, he was such a good child actor. Have and now he looks. His, he, he performed a song on the Today Show. Oh, which is God, a very strange, absolutely not. Yeah, you should yeah. look that up in your free time. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, I, I think he had, he was abused as a child okay. in Hollywood. I mean, And that yeah. led to some of his, um, uh, how he is now. Yeah, sure. He, I mean, also just being a child actor is a very tough gig for anyone to have. Right, because like it, it's, it's and, such an unrealistic amount of expectation and attention. Yeah, for a child. A person through. Yeah, it is. It's wild. While their brain um, is developing, and then they watch that slip away because they're no longer as cute, and they like you know occasionally yeah. you can pivot and keep with it, but most of the yep. time the world leaves you behind. Yeah, and then you have it's, to deal with that vacuum. It is sad. Uh, anyway, there's um, we watched all those. Um, I've been kind of wanting to binge like the Halloween movies, but I haven't found them on any streaming service. Mm-hmm. I did get a box set for Christmas of both all of the Saw movies and all of the Friday the 13th movies, which there are some dog shit Friday the 13th <laughs> movies, I will say. Like, miserably bad to watch. And then there's some fun, dumb ones, like yeah. Jason Takes Manhattan. Like, that is just ridiculous. Yeah, I tried uh, to watch... There was a remake of... 
one of those the Friday movies, the 13th? Maybe. It had um famous actress. She was in Trading Spaces. Uh, what happens in the movie? Uh, she's an older woman with short gray hair. Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, you watched the Halloween reboot. Okay, I watched the Halloween reboot. I didn't watch Written the entire by... thing. I got bored. Oh, that was it. great. Was it good? Oh man, I loved it. <laughs> I loved that. It's written by uh, what's his face, the Eastbound and Down guy, Kenny Powers. Really? Yeah, he wrote it. Huh. Well, and it was just kind of this like him and one other guy who's like big in on that scene yeah. with him. I just felt like I was a little outside of like it was referencing so many things. And I was so oblivious to them that I was like, what's going Have you on? not seen John Carpenter Halloween? No. I've seen none of it. Oh, I, I just oh, saw it and I was right, like, well. I just kind of started watching it out of nowhere. Like, kind of in the same, like, oh, I'd like to get into horror. Maybe this remake mm-hmm. is a good choice. And it was not. I think it is a stellar remake. I mean, maybe. I think I should watch sh- the original and then watch You it. should watch John Carpenter Halloween because that is just a classic. Also, Even though. I've heard The Thing is really good. Or is it The Thing? Oh, the, have you not seen The no, Thing? No, I haven't seen no horror John- movies. Oh, <laughs> man. The Thing is fantastic. Yeah, I want to see The you- Thing. I want to see. Uh, what else is it? it it's uh, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yes. I So I watched that during the quarantine and yeah. I. Because I watched Rob Zombie Halloween growing up, mm-hmm. which is a remake of the original John Carpenter one, and it's just like super over the top gore, mm-hmm. uh, just because that's what was selling when we were teenagers. Also, Evil and Dead Two. I've not seen that. I've heard that's very good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, and I watched John Carpenter Halloween like a couple, like to get ready for the. Kenny Powers one. I can't remember that dude's yeah. name right now. I keep calling him Kenny Powers. It's going to uh, randomly come up when we're talking about Falcon. Um, anyway, uh, I was like, I'm pretty unimpressed by this. And I, at that point, had seen like a couple classic horror movies. And then I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I was, the original 74 one, I was in so amazed by how terrifying that was for a 1974 movie. Yeah. Well, I feel like it, that and is like a watermark moment in horror. Like, that's why it's yeah, still known, Leatherface. For sure. Yeah. But I would have always, like, if you asked me point blank growing up, like, what's the bigger franchise? Like, what contributed more to the horror genre? I would have always said Halloween. Yeah. But Texas Chainsaw Massacre, even though it didn't really have as many sequels as the other franchises, uh, that first one is... I can't imagine, like, the Beatles just broke up, like... What is society is already crumbling because of that. And then four years later, this movie comes out like there's nothing that compares to it before it. I can't imagine seeing that like that is the next level yeah. of horror mm. in 1974. That's so I, I just can't imagine watching that in that time period. Oh, I still want to watch a horror movie now. Yeah, you, you, you uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is free on um, some like knockoff streaming site like Flubi or something. I forgot what it's called. <laughs> okay. But that's how I watched it. Uh, just Google watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 1974 for free. Nice. And it'll pop up. And that's how I watched. Like I would just be playing video games and these would be on in the background because mm-hmm. a lot of them are just kind of dumb fun. Like yeah. Friday the 13th, you don't really need to pay attention to most of the time. Most of them most yes, of the time. Yes, that is what I want is these like uh, <laughs> the self-aware horror movies that are kind of schlocky and yeah. like, like I think that's why um, even not being a horror fan, I really liked Cabin in the Woods because yeah. it was or, or Tucker and Dale vs Evil. 
Um, yeah. Where they... Just the parody of, yeah. the, and of I, the genre. Like, I don't think it needs to be a complete parody to still be enjoyable. Like, I think you can you can play it earnestly, but it still can't be... I don't know. Sometimes they just get lost in the weeds with it. Like, we, we talked about um, Godzilla vs. King Kong last time. I think it's just Godzilla vs. Kong. Sure. Uh, but that was that was like one where they got to everything that wasn't the monster fights. They just kept getting way too invested in, and it was just like get us to yeah. the monster fights, and just like they overcomplicated the story. And I feel like that's something that horror movies kind of also do. Yeah, it's like there's... keep the story simple because that's not what we're here for. Just make it, you know, pass the time. Give us a little like some funny jokes. Don't yeah. make it convoluted because no one cares that much. <laughs> it is i i mean friday the 13th i think is the epitome of just fun slasher Mm -hmm. kind of kind of stuff uh and i think my favorite would probably be part four i still haven't seen part one i'm saving that for a special occasion (laughs) um but i've watched i think all of the rest at this point except the one where jason goes to space um jason x yeah jason x there it's it is a wild ride. You should watch that Corey Feldman documentary. It's very long, but it is so fascinating. Yeah. Like, he documents all these movies releases, where the studio was, why certain ones got made and certain ones didn't. And also, there's... I don't know how this hasn't been made yet. It is... it The, the reboot was made in 20... 2008, I think? 2009, maybe? Uh, they have not done Friday the 13th Part 13. The next movie they make will be the 13th Friday the 13th movie, and it's been 13 years since the last Maybe one Maybe it's going to drop. That's the perfect it time. It has to. It has to. And I think the best thing to do would be all of the surviving characters, yeah. and it's usually always girls who survive Jason, um, all of them come back together and fight him. Like, that and would be so bad. And he dies, and that's the end? Maybe. Maybe. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I want to find out what happens. It, I would give that a... If that is the premise of the movie, I don't care if it's good, bad, five stars. <laughs> yeah. It'd be cool I, if uh, they all die in the process, and at the end it's just that everyone's dead. But, <laughs> I mean, just think, like, some of these characters at this point, like, the surviving characters are... these. They come from movies 40 years old. Yeah. Like, just think how old they would be, and how fun that would be to watch. Mm. Uh, I, I want this to happen. Hollywood, <laughs> like make it happen i know Those cowards most of, yeah <laughs> i'm sure it most was in the, development to be released in the 13th year after and they just <laughs> the pandemic and they just <laughs> kept yeah they kept waiting kept pushing it off um yeah so that's uh pretty much and mortal Kombat came out on hbo max today i have not watched that I have not either but I, I do plan on watching that probably tomorrow when i'm yeah. deliberately not working on smart stuff i'm gonna watch mortal Kombat and maybe texas chainsaw massacre <laughs> that is a heck of a combination yeah both both brutally violent um that's, that's i although i haven't seen mortal Kombat, but i feel I like mortal Kombat isn't gonna be i mean it's going to be violent because it has to be a little bit i mean not more than a little bit but i just don't have think you seen the trailer i think it's gonna be pretty gory yeah i have seen the trailer because it keeps popping up on youtube for me <laughs> That's the problem with using a smart TV is your your ad blocker doesn't work. But I, ah. I, I do that all the time and I just have to watch ads again like a caveman. <laughs> Advertising for pelts. Yeah, pelts and <laughs> bones. 
<laughs> it's like we got the boats. We killed the animals. What are you advertising? Why are you selling these? Oh, um, yeah, that, that all sounds great. Highly recommend those movies. Uh, I mean... We are about 33 minutes yeah, we, in. Should we, we start talking about Marvel? Yeah. Should we start talking about yeah. it? Yeah, we did our good preamble that everyone loves. Yeah, everyone does love the preamble and all of these other other movies that we will watch. I am um, going to see uh, Dazed and Confused uh, tonight at the Alamo Drafthouse with a friend of the show, Kyle Johnson, who I That's went on my Friday the 13th binge. I have never seen it. Oh, I have. Um, and just the it once, is, uh, it, I very much enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, it's, I mean, Richard Linklater, one of my favorite directors, one of directed those, School of Rock. Yeah, it's one of those movies that just makes you nostalgic for a time that you never lived through. But you're like, oh, yeah, yeah I remember this back in high school in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was a I guy was like so... that in my school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's also got, um, I, uh, what's her name? Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Parker Posey. Oh, it, oh Very yeah. Very small okay. role, But still, I just There's like a. It. There's a cast reunion also being broadcast afterward, um, which was, I think I mentioned last time I saw Lord of the, the Two Towers in the theaters, mm-hmm. uh, that with the cast reunion and them talking about stuff. That was super cool. I, I'm all about these cast reunions. <laughs> I want to find out what these people are doing 20 years later. Um, also, speaking of Linklater, briefly before we dive right into Marvel, <laughs> I know people right are, are, are frothing Are you sure you don't want to talk about the Beatles for a second? Oh, do we have any Beatles content to go over? Uh, no. <laughs> any any new news with the Beatles? The only news I have is that I don't have Magical Mystery Tour on my phone. I found that out oh. after our last episode. I was like, I would love to listen to that. And then I was like, I cannot. <laughs> uh, you don't I have Spotify? I think I have the British. I think because I uh, acquired the discography... You found them in a sewer vent? Or <laughs> yeah, sewer drain? yeah, I found it on the ground or <laughs> Like something. all those Marvel Blu-rays? And I think I must have found a British upload or something, because that album is missing, but I do have like a bunch of past masters, like all those discs. Okay, um, that, yeah, that's a strange one to but have. But I don't have like Blue Jay Way at all, because I was looking that up. Good riddance. No, I, I looked you, it up I on mean, YouTube, and I was like, this is an okay song. This. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> All right, now, um, now we got to get right out of the Beatles. <laughs> we'll get hung up here. <coughs> um, but real quick, uh, all right, I'll, I'll disregard my Richard Linklater bit. We can talk about it in the future. Okay. Uh, but Paul McCartney released a solo album, uh, McCartney 3, right, yeah. in December. Did you listen to it? Some of it. I listened to like the singles or whatever. I wasn't too okay. into it. I was impressed that he played all the instruments on it, but he's got a style yeah. now that's just kind of, I don't know. He's not a pop star anymore. I know. He's trying to be. He's, he's trying to create new types of music. Yeah, he's doing his own thing. But uh, a cool thing uh, just came out. It's all that whole album. Each song is interpreted by a different artist. Hmm. So Josh Holmes, or Josh Holm, Hami, or whatever from Queens of the Stone Age uh, does yeah. a cover. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers does a cover. Uh, it's it's really cool to see what other musicians do with the music. Huh. It's kind of like a Bob Dylan thing. Like yeah. those songs are solid, but it's just kind of a little boring. Yeah. And then when other people bring it to life, it's like better, I think. Huh. So check that out. Yeah. I, on your on your phone. It's interesting because Paul McCartney. Oh, I can't I can't do this. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it only. It, uh, uh, I. Yeah, it's I have so, more to say since, about him. <laughs> I know you do, but 
I mean, ever since uh, we met in rock and roll history class and we just immediately started talking about the Beatles, that conversation is still going yeah. on nine years later. <laughs> I'm, I'm it, uh, unpaused, uncut. It never really stopped. <laughs> uncut. Do you think someone would just just imagine? All right, so how many hours? We're right about to get into Marvel. <laughs> we are so close. How many hours do you think the two of us have talked about the Beatles on and off mic, like over the past nine years? It'd be really hard to quantify. Like, <laughs> I feel like our average conversation, if we're hanging out for like a dinner or something, like we're eating at E-Hall back in the day. Uh-huh. Yes. There is a... At JMU. An average day would be like 15 minutes of Beatles conversation. <laughs> like, like, sometimes it'd be more than that. But like, yeah. it feels like it's very rarely none at all. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And that's... <laughs> it's gotta be... We're basically, you know, like Malcolm Gladwell and his like ten thousand hours to become an expert. Yeah, yeah we're oh, almost yeah. an expert at discussing the Beatles. <laughs> I yeah, for sure. I mean, I was already an expert. I was already talking about it to everyone sure. before yeah, I met yeah. you. And then you were like, I also like the Beatles. I'm like, yeah, you're the we, first we person came I've in met with with a few miles <laughs> under our. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I don't know how that belts belts pelts, okay. pelts and bones. <laughs> Uh, all right, I guess we should talk about Marvel. Yes, so whence we left off, I don't know why <laughs> yeah. that was a wince. Whence uh, we left Captain off. Captain America had just killed the person who maybe killed Battlestar? Yes, and he, there was that uh, pretty climactic moment where he's standing with the shield. Yeah. Uh, and... Blood has stained the mark of the legacy of Captain America. Yeah. And now he's got a new walk. <laughs> that kind of happens over the course of this, the, the fifth episode, is he does this like weird head bob walk. Like, cause he, I think oh, he's supposed I... to be kind of unhinged. So he's just kind of like, eh, like, like wobbling around. It's kind of like a Joker walk or something that he starts to do. I, I did not pick up on that at all. Well, it was the main. That was, the episode was called "Look at how he walks now." <laughs> uh, that's funny. I thought it was called "Truth" because that is what the title led me to believe. Hmm. Uh, Agree to disagree, but, I guess. <laughs> five was kind of just dealing with the aftermath of that, so let's read the description. Well, and it was it was really a character episode for yeah. Sam and yes. Winter Soldier. It was like them just hanging out working through some stuff, figuring out where they go from here. Because they, they've yeah. basically gotten to that the head. Like, they, you know, Sam did his thing where he didn't want to become Captain America, and he's now yep. come to a full arc, and the only thing he can do now is become Captain America, and he knows it, but he has to, like, yep. embrace that. And Winter Soldier, his arc is much less defined in this show. It's definitely all about coming to terms with this thing, like that line yeah. that was... Um, You've been doing a lot of avenging, not amending, or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. So, and then that—that's that moment for him where it's like, I know what I need to do now. The only reason I think that that's sold a little bit short is that mm -hmm. uh, they say like that's what he needs to do. How much of the rest of the show does he spend doing that? Like three minutes at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> I Most mean, of it's it is just him kicking butt. Yeah, it's it's focused on Sam, but he yeah. finally uh, makes reparations with that old Asian man whose son he killed. Right. Uh, that was teased in episode one. And he just kind of like walks by like at the diner. Like he sees that girl he went on that date with mm -hmm. and the old man. And 
it seems like he just kind of goes on his merry way. Yeah, I think he has to leave type it behind. Deal. I don't think you can recover a friendship from I killed your son. Yeah, that would be very tough. I mean, Tony Stark, we never saw him forgive him. Right. Um, I So, all right. This is my only, and this was kind of the same deal with WandaVision, except WandaVision was, WandaVision uh, earned not having that cameo, like that Doctor Strange cameo, because it was, the whole premise of the show was uh, kind of shoving old school TV in your face and reminding you that this is how it was. You're not supposed to have all these fan theories confirmed and stuff. And I liked the irony of that. Mm -hmm. So they get a pass. I really, really expected and needed to see, maybe not needed, but I really, really wanted Captain America to show up in this show. Right. I did. I totally expected at the very end him just to have uh, shown up to be like, what took you so long? You did it, kid. Like, like, I'm sorry. Or like, I'm sorry what I put you through or something like that to the effect like, I'm sorry I thrust this. Because there's a, a, a line like that from the Winter Soldier being like, we didn't know what it meant to give the shield to you as a black man in America. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we could have heard that from Captain America at the very end, and also it could have almost been at that museum scene. Like he could have. Okay. He could have See, it's met, funny that he could have met <laughs> Isaac and apologized to him while also having yeah. a moment with Sam. It's funny that you mentioned the museum scene, though, because uh, I was like waiting for this cameo to happen, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, because he brings Isaiah to the museum, I'm like. Captain America's been living in his exhibit. He's about to show him the secret room where Captain America's living. And then he just shows him the exhibit for himself, which was really nice. Uh, but no cameo from Captain America. Uh, but he, it couldn't he have just been in that room when they got there. Like, he was just like, like, Captain America just, like, apologizes and thanks him for his service. Wouldn't that have been a good moment between... That would have been yeah. great. Would have been amazing. But... Yeah, and then he's just like, they explain he's like hiding under the radar. Right now, our moving theory is he lives on the moon. Because that's all everyone kept saying yeah. throughout the run of the show. What if he actually Where does? Is Maybe he? that's the goof, is that he he is. And the, the joke from Marvel is that uh, they're hiding it in plain sight, and he does live on the moon. That, oh, I just, I hate not knowing. And these characters, like, we're not going to find out anything about for a while. I mean, there's plenty of characters in the MCU that I want to see and hear from. And But I think about all the content coming up. Like, we will get Doctor Strange 2 before we find out what Sam and Bucky are up to. Slash, if Captain America is living on the moon. Right. Also, also the other confusing thing is during Infinity War, or uh, Endgame, after Chris Evans finished filming, like, his last day, he's like, it was a, an honor playing Captain America... Uh, I'm done with the role. And then the Rousseau brothers commented on the Twitter, uh, Chris Evans' time in the MCU is not done yet. Fans will soon understand what that means in the future. And I'm thinking, was that just a red herring? Like, yeah. were it, they it trying to, to like throw us off? It something here, and they were not. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, that or Black Widow, because I know Tony Stark has a cameo in Black Widow that was filmed during Civil War. Hmm. Well, yeah, that, that um, could so, also be the case. Just like a little. So that's what I assumed happened. They just had footage that they filmed. Like maybe, and I also thought, like going into this last episode, like, oh, it will be a flashback to Sam and at the end of Endgame. Like they have more of that conversation, mm. Captain America talking to right. Sam by the pond or by the lake or whatever. Um, that didn't happen. That uh, 
I, I, where is he? Where is he? I would say, in general, though, most of the show, I think, unfolded how we expected last episode. Like, they, they yeah. had to take him down after they, they yep. did. Um, in the very first episode, you were like, when are they going to bring Captain America in? Is he going to come in? I was like, no, I think he needs to do it on himself, and then he'll bring it in. Bring yeah. yeah. Obviously, they didn't bring it in at all, but they did have him go through the thing himself and, like, wrestle with it. And I think it is a good choice not to just immediately have him be Captain America and just yeah. not address, like, the, you know, race all the stuff. stuff that yeah. comes along with American history and, like, putting yes. on a mantle that is so... Uh, I don't know. Like, you can't represent America without also representing the reason that there's a you know large portion of black people in america to begin with like you have to address that in a serious way before you give the character the mantle i loved all the conversations they brought up about that like and sam wilson is just such a great i mean obviously he's a character but they write his speeches and his dialogue so well and he's so articulate it's like we lost a really great president captain america and then we got an equally good if not slightly better especially in regards to speeches like sam wilson gives could outrun captain or chris evans or uh steve rogers speeches like oh i mean steve rogers just has really like avengers assemble like it's it's go-to keywords right. kind of deal well he, he's not a uh he's not a big speaker right i mean he's more of a but the words he does say really stick with you right like, he's kind of just like a uh I mean, he's such a symbol kind of thing. Like, he's he keeps... And, and you needed him... You probably need more characters like him, to be honest, to balance out the MCU. Because I remember one of my early complaints when we were watching Avengers film is, like, everyone's a mm-hmm. scientist. And it's like, he's the only one who's not a scientist. Like, the Hulk is a scientist. Uh, Iron Man is, of course, a scientist. I mean, I guess... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Thor's not a scientist. Thor is a scientist, though, because magic and, and science are the same on the planet that he comes from. <laughs> uh, okay. You know, he knows what's going on with, like, quantum bibbidi-boops and stuff like that. Sure. I mean, I guess Hawkeye sure. and uh, Black Widow don't. But then you get, like, Doctor Strange, who's a scientist. You get Spider-Man, who's, like, a little scientist. You get... Uh, <laughs> so magic and science are the same. Ant-Man is what... also... He, I, mean, I guess he's a thief, but the yeah. him particle stuff a it's, it's a very sci-fi kind of premise well hank pym is a scientist right. who's one of the main characters but, but yeah he's not himself a scientist yeah. i guess <laughs> correct uh i mean not a ton of scientists in this show no winter soldiers definitely not a scientist no there's no scientist here he's and i thug. think that's a good thing um if so also episode five uh Elaine from Seinfeld cameo. Right. How exciting was yeah, that? I have no idea what she's about. I'm sure the comic book people know that she's a reference yeah. to some character. Um, I googled it. Um, do you think they she's based... brought her in to be a throw-off of, like, maybe she's the power broker? No, I think originally what I've heard is she was supposed to debut in Black Widow. Oh. And then that did not okay. happen. So she is a... So this was her unveiling. Right. Because she is, and I looked up her character because I'd never heard of her character, uh, but she is an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. that kind of turned Hydra. Yeah. Um, she and definitely then has evil vibes. She, yeah. She dated Samuel L. Jackson, and then 
she, it seems like, because originally I thought Thunderbolt Ross would kind of throw together the anti-Avengers team, Mm -hmm. which, what's-his-face, fake Captain America will definitely be head of, it looks like. But it seems like she is starting to do that work and kind of assemble that team. Let's talk a little bit about him and his arc. Okay, John Walker. Because he does end up fighting with them. Which is a weird that little was... redemption moment, but at the same time, like, he murdered a man in broad daylight. So, yeah, well, because, all right, so episode five, it starts with that fight sequence between the three of them, which was really fantastic. Right. Um, loved that. Were you upset that your theory of the world saw him, them, with Captain America? Right, it seems weird and... to me that, like, unless when they were leaving, they're like, we're not with him. It seems weird that the... the <laughs> Captain America's two famous friends, uh, the Winter Soldier and Falcon, were both there when Captain America murdered someone, and the world doesn't think they're a little bit complicit in it. Like, they, they I, need to be distinct to show this. Like, we did not support the... What, I do think did. there will be, like, uh, factions that are totally, like, they let that murder happen. They're not good people. But I think the majority of the world... And then those villains will come out in other movies, but I think a majority of the world... Hmm will realize that it's a new captain america sam and bucky probably don't stand for this yeah um because they do go on to continue to what do you think about his little redemption in that last episode i mean obviously the very ending thing is him in a black captain america suit yeah looks a little ominous yeah i think that he's like the anti-captain america in the thunderbolts or whatever Mm. um i think I like his character arc overall because I think this is kind of perfect for his character because he thinks he's a good guy. Oh, yeah. He thinks he's doing the right thing. And I think that's like the most dangerous villain because that's, you know, that's Thanos mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he like fights with the good guys and I like that they added that in and he's like, oh, I'm helping. Like, I'm one of the guys. Yeah. And even though they will, they're going to be like, no, you're not. Yeah. Like, and, and thanks they, for they the already, help. They were even, there's like, these like, points to go like that way and he's basically pointing for Bucky and then Captain America runs off that way too or Walker mm-hmm. does and and they yeah. look at each other for a second like well, whatever go after him because make sure he doesn't <laughs> yeah. go do something stupid um, yeah well because he did he did face uh, a court and like they stripped him of all mm-hmm. of his medals and stuff or whatever like his military rank and Captain America and then Val showed up and's like, how would you like to keep being Captain America? Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what he does, but you're right. Like, he's definitely going to keep that sense of, no, I am a good guy. Like, yeah. I, y'all are the ones in the wrong here, and now I have to set you right. And he's, he's got that super serum strength, which is interesting. Yep. It's also interesting that Sam won't have that. But at the same time, some of the stuff Sam is doing, it's like, you kind of... Do you have it? Like, because when he was catching the car as it was falling. It, he had the jets. Yeah, but his hands were holding it. Yeah, but the jets are really the strong. The jets are pushing his arms, but, like, his arms would be yeah. breaking. He doesn't have super bones. No. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. It's Those are really strong jets. All right, here, wait. He's just a buffer in between the jets. But that's not, I mean, I'm, I'm not too upset about that. I do think it's, like, a little, like, huh. Seems like you could design that shot better. But... Let me talk about what I think the biggest weakness of this series is. Okay. Are, are, I mean, I still have some talking points. Do you want to save that for your final summary, or do you want to just launch into I it? I just now? want to launch into it. Cause I, okay, I just, just go for it, it. It's the villain. It's like her whole... Oh, Sharon? 
No. The uh, Oh, the power broker. Oh no, wait, her name wait. I thought you meant the No, Carly. Carly. Yeah, yes. I'm talking about Sharon Carter ended up being the power yes, broker. Yeah, Sharon Carter ended up being the power and, broker. I think that's fine. But I, Carly, yeah. I think, was just weak. Like, it's just her... They wanted her to be, like, this idealistic person who is standing up for something right but going about it the wrong way. Like, that's how they were treating it. But it was very hard to figure out, like, what exactly she was standing for and why. Like, I know there's some, like, displaced people and the way that they're being reintegrated into society after being unsnapped is bad and there's but they don't really like it's they there's like these vague notions of what the problem is but i don't really ever get a sense of it as a viewer um and i also Hmm. just don't like her performance i just didn't think sold it like i didn't i didn't see her as like an inspiring charismatic figure and if she's going to be kind of this guerrilla leader of a movement that is happening underground. She needs to be, like, really charismatic. And I just didn't see that actually being pulled off that well. Like, I I think it's an okay idea. I just think it was kind of not that well written, and I just didn't... The performance didn't sell me on it. Um, And I think that's that's the thing that I found the weakest about this, is it's like, it, it was almost something. And I think it was a really good idea for a story to set uh, Sam as opposing because uh, it's basically like there's two different forms of idealism. There's idealism that works within the bounds of society that is like good and constructive. And then there's this other version that is destructive and doesn't actually work to build up the system or like anything to, you know, so that your ideals that you're working towards actually come true. And so Carly represents this like, uh, scary, untethered idealism, and he represents like this pragmatic idealism, and so they're they're bumping ahead, and then he comes out on top. I just think that it was just kind of wishy washy, like what these other people stood for. Um, I well, weren't they? She was kind of like Marxist a little yeah, bit, yeah, right? But, they, but and that I, it's like they didn't want to commit for her to being that, but it was she was something like that. Like she didn't like the senators a lot. Um, yeah. Also, like was she didn't like the American senators? Were the Americans the solely responsible for this, or was this like a UN initiative? Like I don't know. It. I don't know if those were. I. I one uh, of them was a senator. I did. Yeah, one of them was a senator. I thought that was like a UN meeting okay. though. Yeah. Um, but I'm not entirely sure. I. I don't know. I thought that she was good and more of like just a foil. Really, the whole whenever I'm gonna think back to her in the show, I'm just gonna think about Sam Wilson proving, like, just in his confrontation with her, like he's just talking circles around her, and she's basically just a foil for him to show us how articulate and wise he is as Captain America. And then. You get Zemo. I love Zemo in the show. I've been waiting to see him again since 2016. Not a lot of room in these last two episodes. I mean, he's basically no, but but he did. They still gave him that you know shady smile in the raft, Mm. um, and I like that a lot. Um, I liked his interaction with Bucky in episode five, where he's like, or he's at the Sokovia statue, um, and Bucky doesn't shoot him like he has the gun, Um, and then the Wakandans take him to. the raft um so i his arc so good uh yeah i guess overall i don't really have a problem with her 
as a villain just because she's kind of a foil and there's she's one of three villains she's one of three like she i wouldn't it's just kind of convenient that she ended up being the last fight and then you could you could make the argument that you weren't as impressed by the last fight sequence but i think she was fine once she it was it was genuinely like her presence like i just think she didn't she needed to be more charismatic she needed to be more likable than she was um and I just don't think she she pulled that off. Like I think uh, Walker's character, he did a, he was exactly what you'd expect him to be because he was like this all American, yeah. whatever gone wrong. Like he's the American yep. dream at its most kind of toxic and uh, dangerous. Like it, it's the kind of American dream that looks backwards rather than forwards, kind of thing. Yeah, like he's regressive. Um, yep, and then and so then. Captain America is supposed to be doing the opposite, and he is, and then she's supposed to also be doing the opposite, but doing it wrong. And I just, you know, like, I just don't see her as a political success. Like, you need someone who, no. who's kind of an underground movement hero. I think she's just, like, a dumb teenager. But she's still ahead of a More movement. than anything. Like, I just don't think she's that... I just don't see her persuading anyone to do anything. I think she's just maybe the only one taking action. And all these other people want results, and they're not getting the results. I just think it's a weakness that could have been fixed that wasn't. Hmm. I yeah, I did. That was not one of my qualms. It was mostly the non-existent Captain America cameo. So so what, what accounts for your docking of point seven five points? Is it, is it just that Captain America cameo miss? Captain America cameo. I enjoyed. I. Uh, I mean, this was really great for character development, um, and, you know, Zemo was great, just, there were, I don't know, it seemed like there were a lot of stuff that didn't, I, I mean, you were right where this is more of, like, a spy show, kind of like Winter Soldier, and WandaVision definitely seemed more interesting, like, there was, it was more of playing with the formula, which I did think was more fun, um, I don't know, if you made a movie out of this, and then you shave a good amount off hmm. um i'm trying to think like what i don't even know if i would make this a movie or cut whatever because again i enjoyed it pretty thoroughly but it's just like is it as good as the other things so really that's my main reason for docking points right. just like the it didn't have a captain america cameo which kind of bummed me out um and I mean, I loved all the Sam Wilson stuff, all the Isaiah Bradley stuff. That was super great. Uh, there was a lot that this show did right, but I guess at the end of the day, it is more of just another addition to Marvel canon. It's just kind of, mm -hmm. it happened. It didn't really, it's no Civil War where it kind of puts you in a roller coaster and you're just like, this is changing my experience at the movie theaters with uh so i i feel like i will think black widow is kind of the same like it's just going to be another edition there will be a lot of fun elements to it but it's not going to be groundbreaking yeah to me in it, the it definitely feels like an intermediate piece like it's a piece so we yeah. can get our everything set up where we want it to for the future um and it yeah. has it and has I think its own arc that is developed competently to an extent it kind of feels like um uh, uh, Age of Ultron or something to me 
Whereas like like okay. it's just a like you have to have an Avengers movie before you have uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Like you have to have an because the phase is ending, so you have to have. And yeah. So it's like well, here's this and whatever. It'll now, set up some what stuff do you up think? for the future, but it's kind of like we just have to have something here. And this, this I would say, actually maybe even serves more of a role than that did because you kind of had to make Captain America yeah. again. Like you had to rebuild him. So this at least had some function in that sense. But yeah, I don't know. It, it it's, wasn't a big high-stakes story. I Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with it. And kind of WandaVision was similar. Like these characters, like it's supposed to be they were described when pitching the tv shows like they're supposed to be weekly comic comic strips like when you get the newspaper on sunday and you read spider-man and then the movies are like the big what they build toward like they're they're the actual full comic book that kind of gets led into um and i like how you could watch endgame and then be like oh he's captain america now and then whatever next entry he's in uh, he'll be wearing the costume, and you're like, oh, he's Captain America now. That right where Endgame left mm. off. You don't really... I guess you don't technically need to watch this. It obviously helps drastically. It's like going into Endgame and not watching Thor Dark World. What are you doing, you lunatic? Um, but I, I do like how they're making it so they're not mandatory viewing, but for the fans, it's, it's giving everything that they're kind of promised. yeah that's true because um, even if you if you didn't watch the show at all the last thing you've seen of the falcon is him getting the shield and it, it, the yeah. next thing you'll see he's going to be captain america so even if you didn't see this you would yeah. just be like oh i guess he's captain america yeah. now like they said he you was figured it out and and then there's like the fine minutiae of like all the the race stuff and the isaiah bradley stuff that they really expand on which me as a diehard fan and you <laughs> as a diehard fan adjacent yeah. <laughs> Uh, you, uh, it's just like, oh, these are really fun tidbits or entertaining. And I never thought of that. Like it's making me think more about Marvel, which I really think enhances the movie experience moving forward. I think this is going to help out yeah, a lot. The, um, um, I was looking at the reviews on IMDb, which, were oh like yeah, I didn't do that yet. Out of 10 for the final, yeah, just for the, the whole series. Oh, overall, um, I did want to look up. The main reason it's that low is for the stupid reason that you could assume, which is that people are like, I don't want politics in my Marvel. <laughs> but this is like uh. the barest minimum of politics. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's like racism is bad. And they're like, oh, I don't know if you should be shoving your views down my throat. And I'm like, <laughs> if this is a yeah, view you can't I... get down with, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. That is strange. I haven't seen... I mean, it seems, oddly enough, and this was supposed to be the first show to come out as a television show, and then WandaVision was to yeah. follow. Because I think they were just kind of like, let's not play with the formula until we have like a, fi- a, a solid Marvel entry out and about. Yeah. But it seems like fans were way more hype about WandaVision than yeah. this. And I will say there were other more valid criticisms. Like I saw other people saying that they didn't like the villain. Like what I was saying, or or some people saying, yeah. uh, one <laughs> review which I thought was funny was like four out of ten, and it was just like Captain America could throw the shield like that because he had super serum, but he doesn't. But uh, Falcon doesn't have the super serum. How can he throw the shield like that? Four out of ten stars. <laughs> like that was just one criticism, <laughs> but it took away six out of ten stars. That is a lot of stars. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I. Oh, also, we haven't talked about, like, 
the end of episode five closes with him getting the suit from Wakanda, mm-hmm. which is now, I guess Wakanda is the new Tony Stark. Right, like, that's right. just where you're going to get all the tech from, which is cool. Um, and I did not expect... I mean, I was so hyped. I was just like, come on. Like, I know this is supposed to be a cliffhanger, but just show me the suit. Just show me it in the suitcase. I don't need to see him wearing it, but I want to see what it looks yeah. like. Um, such a tease. And then they did not disappoint. I think the unveiling and, like, a real kind of like the beginning of Thor Ragnarok where you're seeing everything he can do with the hammer and they're really advertising his powers yeah. that way. Um, this was, like, this is the new suit. This is what he can do. And it's badass. Yeah. I did not expect him to have wings. That's super right. cool. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, I feel like there's some comparison that needs to be made that he's now, like, the eagle than he was the falcon. But that, but he's really just Captain America, so that doesn't make he's sense. He's just Captain America. But it is like... Yeah. The bird part of him has to be an eagle now. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I didn't... I... Because in the comics, someone takes over for him as Falcon. Yeah. When he becomes Captain America, and I never knew he had wings, and I don't know if that is a thing in the comics, but I'm pretty sure the guy who he left the wing, the broken wings to at the end of, or at the middle of five, oh, episode five. Falcon? I could yeah, see him I being a sidekick so. still. Um, yeah. I guess... He had sidekick vibes. Because right. um, he's too attractive just to be a side character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> but not attractive enough to not be a they sidekick. They had to keep... Give him wings because he doesn't have super serum, and he had to have something else to keep him... It yeah, violent. give him that yeah. edge. Yeah, that's smart. And I, I totally, I'm so happy they did it. And they're probably vibranium wings. Oh, yeah, they must be. Oh, that's so sick. Yeah, because I think that's why um, they're strong I like, enough. And maybe they're going to say he has, like, some other vibranium stuff going on in his suit that helps him get yeah. some of this strength, like I said, when you're holding I, up If a I was in, oh, for sure, if I was in Wakanda giving him a suit, like, he gets vibranium, like he's bulletproof. Yeah. Captain America's bulletproof. No reason yeah. to let bullets hit him. No, though, though the absolutely top of his head not. is visible, so hopefully doesn't get shot there. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was an interesting design. I thought that and the ears are out, which I think is like the original comic right. book costume, but it does look kind of ridiculous in the face and head. The, I will say this: I think um, it should be able to come down. So, like, while he's flying, yeah. it's up, and then it can just, like, uh-huh. and kind of, like, hang here like goggles or something. Because I thought that last mm-hmm. scene where he was giving the speech, I was just like, I kind of wish he wasn't wearing these goggles and we just got the full face emoting. I mean, it's, gotcha. it's like the goggles were big, so you can see plenty of his emotions anyway. I was just like, like, just make it so it slides down and just hangs here. Because it's, like, all cloth or whatever, so it would just fold up. And I just think yeah. that'd be kind of a cool look, too. Like, um. I yeah no I I think he'll figure that out after like probably during that speech he was thinking like damn I gotta alter this suit so my mask can come down easier. Um, we haven't talked about yet uh, the post credit scene of the last episode. Right. Did you watch uh, where John Walker is disregarding the government's uh, uh, verdict and he is just making another Captain America shield and the whole time I was thinking like that shit is gonna break. Oh yeah, no, like, that's a weak shield. Say- does he not know yeah. the other shield's made of vibranium? He's just going to use some iron. He's just like, yeah. I, some steel. Oh, man. And I'm glad. I would have been a little upset if they didn't show it, like, get damaged. Yeah. But it did. Like, during the fight. So I liked how and, that and was a realistic that's a good metaphor touch. for his character as Captain America. It's like, he was not a vibranium yeah. shield. He was a little steel shield that got beat out of yep. shape. 
and disappointed yep. by the world by marxists <laughs> <laughs> he did uh there will be more repercussions for john walker i i'm sure in the future um what other uh i i mean the fight what did you think of like the whole fight sequences overall in the show because i know you're not really into the action stuff as yeah, much yeah i'm trying to think over the like which parts of it were noteworthy i mean like the the slugfest between the three of them was good yeah. um but then i also think the uh that helicopter sequence was pretty cool too where he's like communicating with a lady in the helicopter and oh yeah organ- like timing all that out like that was all very cool very tactical kind of like mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Like it just felt like he he was very in charge, which is also something they did a lot in this. Is like they made sure he was always front and center. Whereas like in the yeah. earlier episodes, when there's like the competing competing Captain America uh, Falcon dynamic, it's like Captain America would try to walk in the center and be like, "I'm the leader now." And yeah. in this one, it's just like, "Yeah, Captain America is the leader, <laughs> and I'm Captain America, so go screw yourself." <laughs> <laughs> I loved him just showing all of his powers off in the first 20 minutes mm-hmm. of the episode. Or, you know, skills. And I love the shield when he's getting shot with a missile or whatever. Like, he puts the shield down in front of him and then the wings cover up like it forms yeah. a barrier. The first Captain America couldn't do no, that. The shield-wings combo is pretty dope. Yeah, that's going to be very helpful. Yeah. Fighting like, imagine Milner just, like, and like stuff. Imagine just like a cool dive bomb. Like just full speed and then he's got like the shield underneath him and he just like crushes something <laughs> i, I want to say yeah. someone because i think that would turn them into putty which is something we don't want to yeah. see captain america do but if it's a bad guy no who's super strong and he's yeah. like, like a flying dive bomb on him i'm there for that mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool oh that would be super tight uh i I'm very excited to see what he does as Captain America. But the other th- when do you think the next time we're going to see him is? Yeah. I mean, how many years out are we from an Avengers movie? I mean, I know they want to sit on it for a little while. But, like, you think yeah, more than five years? they have not years? announced one. I think five years is a fair estimate. And he, well, see, even when we get an Avengers movie, it could be the young Avengers. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't be in that. He's not a young no. Avenger. Um, and I think honestly, well, also before we get the young Avengers, Avengers, before we get a real Avengers, like so, it'll be like three years for a young Avengers, and then the who knows how off the pandemic has thrown everything. But I would imagine we get that first as a aperitif. If if we do do, though, because Patriot Isaiah Bradley's grandson is one of the young Avengers, Patriot. Mm. Uh, so he will definitely need to be brought in by Sam Wilson's character, like, in some... In between now and Young Avengers, we would have to see Sam Wilson. And then, presumably, Spider-Man is in the Young Avengers. He should be the leader, Do I you believe. Think, and, and so, the Falcon movies going forward, they will just be called Captain America blank, right? You think? Is... I... I are they making a Falcon movie? I, I don't I, know that they are, but I assume at some point I, there will yeah. be one. Maybe. Uh, I would think that you call it Captain America. Or, well... Winter Soldier yeah, I, wasn't I mean, called I don't Captain know. America 2, was it? Or was it? Oh, it's called Captain America the Winter right. Soldier. So they, they could just keep Colon. on with that. Because there's, it's not like... I mean, yeah. it's a series, but it's always just been Captain America subtitle. Yeah. 
Uh, I think they are going to try and do another show, though, and it would just be called Captain America and the Winter mm. Soldier, like we saw in the credits hmm. of today's episode. I don't know. I'd kind of like to see him get a movie now that he's Captain America. He he will be in the movies. Right. Oh, for like, sure. He signed, he's going like, to be yeah. in the Avengers whenever the Avengers are. I just think... Yeah. I don't know. I think you should have, like, a big... Maybe they'll do another series, and then that series will have a big cliffhanger that will be, like, now a movie. And so his trilogy will be, like, two series of shows and a final film. Um, so, uh, remember that episode where we talked about all of the upcoming Marvel yeah. stuff? Uh, let's look at that real quick and then see what he is most likely to show up in. Okay. Um, oh, did you watch the Shang-Chi trailer? No. That dropped on Monday? Oh, I didn't even know that it dropped. You should watch that. It dropped. Uh, that is September 3rd. That's the next entry in the MCU. Um, I Oh, God, I wish you watched that. I want to talk about I it. I don't want to uh, go into that movie knowing nothing. I already know very... I've never... I did not know Shang-Chi, like, was a comic book character until I heard this movie announced. Like, I had never heard of Shang-Chi. I would heard of the Mandarin... Yeah. Who's apparently like a big player, yeah. um, but yeah, Shang Chi. I always, even in video games, like Iron Fist would be like the go-to uh, Taekwondo or you know Kung Fu guy. Uh, I am curious to see. Obviously, I'll love it. It's Marvel. Um, but first, we get Black Widow, then we get that, and then we get Eternals. Which, God, I just want to see Eternals. That's going to be yeah, so good. I'm interested in Eternals. Um, just because yeah, it's against the be... Loki looks great. Um, yep. I don't see him I'm just, showing I'm ready up for in movies. any of those, though. No. Um, Spider-Man, No Way Home, Doctor Strange is in that, so I doubt yeah, he no. will be in that. Um, Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange 2. Uh, I doubt he'd be yeah, in that. I don't see that Because there's already a lot. Scarlet Witch is already a main character in that. Um Thor, Love and Thunder, Star-Lord's a main character in that. And why would Thor... I guess Asgard is on Earth, but still, that doesn't seem like somewhere Captain America would be yeah. hanging out. Do you think they would put him in Black Panther 2? Maybe. Because he, because uh, the Winter Soldier connection, he's he's kind of integrated into that universe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's, that'd be a reasonable, uh, I don't know, meshing. Yeah. Um... Captain Marvel too, maybe because I don't I don't know much about that movie at all. Maybe um, I see that as less that, likely. Though I mean, the problem is I've with heard... Captain Marvel, whatever the threat is, is going to be so huge that it feels like it's kind of an all hands on deck situation. Yeah, unless she's it's like just Superman. not on Earth and they don't know about it. I'm hoping that they do some off Earth stuff because there's so much. And I don't even know if it's going to be in between, like, the first Captain Marvel and pre-Endgame stuff. Because she was like, I went from planet to planet, like, helping them right. out for a long time. So are we going to see more of that? Well, I know. it's got to be all with the Skrulls or whatever. Isn't that? Well, they're doing... Oh, did you hear the se the Secret Invasion show casting no. news? So there, you know the Secret Invasion no. show, right? With... Okay. Well, I mentioned to you on the upcoming stuff podcast <laughs> where you were very excited to hear all the projects. Uh, Secret Invasion is when the scrolls, like at the end of uh, Far From Home, it is revealed that Samuel Jackson and Maria Hill were scrolls the whole time. Yeah. 
So Secret Invasion is basically Skrulls taking over important roles and kind of intervening in certain stuff. Samuel Jackson is the lead in that, and they have rumored that Charlie Cox will make an appearance, Daredevil, um, who is also going to be in Spider-Man. Uh, and Olivia Coleman has been cast in an undisclosed role. Wow, what a career and she's had. Like, what a <laughs> I know. Like, she was just on Peep Show. Yeah, and she was great yeah. on that. And, and that Mitchell and Webb um, look, or remember that Mitchell and Webb skit? And show? then, yeah, yeah. Uh, the favorite really launched her into the mainstream, yeah. for sure. Well, and her, that was really her good. speech at the Oscars, particularly. Like, I know the movie yeah. Did. But, like, that was a big, yeah. like, everyone loved her speech so much that I think that also garnered her a lot of attention, almost as much as her amazing performance did. For sure. Um, and also, Daenerys from Game of Thrones will be a lead character. I saw, so I was I'm on the HBO app. So curious. And they were like, hey, remember Game of Thrones? Has it been long enough that you're not still mad about the finale and you might want to dip your toes back in? <laughs> We thought this was going to be a very valuable property for us, and we still kind of hope it will be. We were going to do a billion spinoffs, and then we yeah. pooped the bed so bad they had to throw out the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The ending of that show. Yeah, this is uh, Welcome to Marvel Sucks versus No, It Doesn't. All things Beatles, Game of Thrones, uh, mostly hatred toward the last episode. Yeah. Uh, and the last season, yeah, honestly. Yeah, the last season, but, for uh, sure. That's neither here nor there. Apparently, Captain Marvel 2 is going to be set up by the Miss Marvel show, who is Kamala Khan, um, who is the girl with stretch powers whose, like, hero is Captain Marvel. And then Monica Rambeau from WandaVision will be reprising her role in Captain Marvel 2. I'm curious how stretch powers are going to look with modern CGI. Because it's going to be good, but it's, like, it's such an inherently silly power. That, well, I, my biggest question is you're bringing in because fantastic four is happening reed richards notorious stretcher stretchers we're gonna get two stretch people like back to back like those are their powers like an ambulance with all these stretchers (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah maybe don't open with that next time you do stand up (laughs) oh jordan is laughing a lot nearly fell out of his chair with that one (laughs) uh that felt like an know I, I guess he hasn't been on the podcast enough to warrant such a criticism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it in a good way. <laughs> uh, okay. Just like a dad uh, joke. Yeah. That is definitely yeah, okay. a, uh, a uh, style that he dabbles in. Yeah, I mean, I think he's been much more funnier than that on this show, personally. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Miss Marvel, I know, is like more shape shifting kind of uh, than stretching specifically. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if they're going to make like a big different. Like this is a big difference between his and her powers. Like, don't think that they can both stretch. She can do other mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, I'm curious how they do. But yeah, I never really thought about stretch CGI. Um, did you hear about the fan castings for Fantastic Four? It was like all over Twitter the past week. No couple of them went viral it was just like people were saying their ideal fantastic forecasting and somebody did the it's always sunny characters that's pretty good so i'd watch that yeah um frank is the thing dennis is dr doom 
Mac is uh, Reed Richards. Uh, D is Invisible Woman, and Charlie's Human Torch. Hmm. I guess that's not how I would have done it. How would you have? Done I would have made Frank. Uh... Frank is so. No, the I, thing. I would make him Unless the villain. You, Mac, maybe. Oh, you make him Dennis though is like a psycho. I know, but I think he's still you... Reed Richards. Like as they're casting, I also think it's funny to have Reed Richards and the Invisible Woman be brother and sister. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and I think Mac is the thing. Reed Richards, wait, brother and sister? Yeah, aren't, isn't yeah? They're married. I know. Oh, you're talking. Oh, they're you're talking about there, Caitlin. Yeah, yeah, they're. Dennis, sorry, Dennis and D in the show. Yes. Right. Okay, I see what you're saying. Mac and Caitlin Olson in real life right. are married. We're on the same <laughs> <Completely>. page. <laughs> um, do you think he's going to show up in Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Wait, who? Captain America. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Maybe Fantastic Four? Seems, I don't know. These are all the Not upcoming really. movies. I don't think most yeah. of those... I think the only one that's, is Black Panther 2. I could kind of see it. Just because they made him his suit and because Winter Soldier is connected to the, you know, Wakanda. That's 2023. And then we have Hawk, the Hawkeye show, Miss Marvel show. The Hawkeye Moon show. Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> She-Hulk, Secret Invasion, Ironheart. Maybe he might be an Ironheart. The War Machine. Or no, that's the... Young girl Iron Man character. Armor Wars, though, maybe. I feel with, like you're uh, kind of making stuff up with some of these. No, these are all shows. These are all shows that I pitch. They're all, there's also an untitled Wakanda Man, show. See, like, the big gap we had from Marvel made me like, oh, it's nice to yeah. get some Marvel again. But hearing this stretch out yeah. in front of me, I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> there's so much. But this is the next... <laughs> This is the next three years of your life. Like, they just announced, like, three years. And also, like, that's good because now we're going to be all the more hungry for an Avengers thing. That's, that's, this is the perfect plan. Kevin Feige is a super genius. Like, because there's no way we get bored of any of these franchises because we still get fresh content that contributes to the overall arc. But we're not going to find out, like, we're not going to see Winter Soldier or Sam for, like, four years now. And then I'm going to be hungry to see them. And then a year before that, I'm going to be hungry to see, like, Star-Lord, whoever I haven't seen in a while. And I'm just, like, aching to see all these characters that I'm in love with. Like, who do you think, like, right now, your current MCU character, are you least excited to see, like, in a Marvel property coming for moving forward? I mean, like, I'll be entertained by them as they come out. I just, like, like seeing them all is just, like, whew, too much. But... I'm not I'm just like curious about like, seeing any of these movies. I think they all sound no, like fairly I, entertaining. It, yeah, no, it's obviously. It's just a lot. They're just busy but over there. Who, who do you? This is. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to make billions of dollars. Also, we didn't talk about it in the last episode. Avatar overtook Endgame again at the box wow. office. What a good movie, huh? They released it. They, oh, oh God! <laughs> they released it in China and made like the seven million push or whatever. Isn't that frustrating? I'm. I, when is Avatar two coming? Was it supposed uh, to have been next, here by now, and it wasn't because of the pandemic? No, no, it was never going to be here. Next, next Christmas. Next Christmas. Yeah. This upcoming Christmas, Christmas twenty one, Christmas no, twenty two. That's this. 
Christmas oh, 22. goodness. I'm jonesing for this Avatar content. You think you're jonesing for Marvel. <laughs> Me as an Avatar super fan, I've gone so long without nary a whiff of Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to a podcast the other the day, and they were talking... No. They were talking about Avatar, and one of the co-hosts made a very interesting point. It is the highest grossing movie for having the least cultural impact said that on this show. On... <laughs> <laughs> That's not an original idea for another he's... show. I know. He's stealing that from us. I just wanted yeah. to bring it up. Isn't it ridiculous that that has the most yeah, money? No, it's very strange. It, it's an anomaly. It's like uh, it's kind of like one of those Mandela effect things, where like obviously, uh, Avatar was big in the universe we are on, but it, it seems like the money came in from an alternate universe where people have different tastes and enjoyed that movie more. Because I don't know anyone who's a big <laughs> fan of Avatar. I know a lot of people who saw it, um, but no yeah. one who loved it. I do think I was talking to Alex about this recently, uh, and he mentioned I and I might be misremembering, but he I think he said he saw it in theaters three times. Okay, so he loves it. Which, well, I don't know if he even loves it. The he just like, was like he really that it was. I and I do remember like three D. All that was super cool, but would I ever watch that on my television? Absolutely nah. not. I might watch it if there was like a VR cut of it. Like, like that oh. almost puts you closer in. So like the 3D is more yeah. expansive even than it was in the theater. I think that could be kind of cool. I don't know if such a yeah. thing is possible, but uh, I'm sure one day it will be. But even then, I don't want to watch Pandora. Like, it's just not like it's. <laughs> it's just I don't not like the good. story. We really got to do. We promised the fans long ago, and I think there's never been a better time than now because it has overtaken Endgame again. We have to do our Avatar sucks versus no shit episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We just we just need to find an Avatar fan, which maybe Alex is the guy to yeah, do it. I think I think we uh, should do that episode summer of twenty two <laughs> when Avatar yeah, comes out. In the build up to Avatar at that Christmas, we'll do our. So that way, when that movie comes out, we can do a special episode. Oh, God. I don't know if I can sit through enough. What, what do you even talk about? Like, what content, what movie do you rip off? Like, if you rip off Pocahontas mm-hmm. the first time, what movie is the second one? What do you, where do you well, go from you there? I think you just go bonkers with it. You just go wherever you want. Like, you go, uh, maybe they'll do a Schindler's List. That's unexpected. <laughs> but maybe not so unexpected. Is, because um, people are probably going to move to Pandora and freaking ruin it. Yeah, uh, I there's no movie that I'm less excited to watch. I don't think I'm even gonna watch it. I don't think I'll I watch don't it. Believe you. <laughs> You're gonna watch I, it. You're gonna give James no Cameron his money because because no. of his marketing machine. The marketing machine will demand your money, and you will give it to them. This is the exact same. All every time I say I won't see something on this show, I end you up. You know, watching I remember it. when Avatar like, was coming out. And everyone was talking about how big of a movie it was going to be. And I remember talking to, like, a friend being like, I haven't even seen ads for this anywhere. And then, like, <laughs> the next day, it was like the floodgates opened. And they were yeah. everywhere constantly for the month before release. But before that, it wasn't yeah. – I, I didn't feel like it's suddenly building up. It was just like all of a sudden it's an event and everyone has to go see it. But that was like a, a, yes. a flip of a switch. 
Like someone was just like, oh, the marketing, we got to turn this sucker on. And they did. And it blasted <laughs> America in the face with long blue. It people. is. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe it was also a slow Christmas. Like I know uh, Sherlock Holmes 2 came out that hmm. Christmas. No, maybe, maybe the first one. No, yeah, I think it was the first one. The Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes came out. Uh, but I guess that wasn't much competition. Did they play the song Blue Christmas in Avatar? Because they should have. I <laughs> I don't imagine that James Cameron is that smart for that kind of stuff. <laughs> that should have just been the like the whole movie was that in the background. Like the whole score was based around Blue Christmas. Like you know how they just, I, like, like in Inception, they slowed it way down and you couldn't tell what yeah. the music was anymore? They just do that. With, With Blue, Blue Christmas. Christmas. And that's the avatar that I want in my stock. <laughs> Maybe you'll get that with Avatar too. <laughs> I mean, they're talking about four Avatar sequels. I don't know why four is such a specific well, number. Because he's got the story. He's got the vision. And it only fits in oh. that package. It's like a trilogy, I guess, right? When it's is the like two, three, four type deal? No, because there's oh, five. Oh, there's four more coming. I thought yeah. there was going to be four total. No, there are four more. That's too many. That's such a weird... Yeah, that's too many. And But I think after a certain point, like, they're a year apart. Yeah. Like, I think 2022, we get the, uh, we get an Avatar movie, like, every year or oh, something. I would love just to see that, like, fall on its face so hard. Like, what if the first one just absolutely I, same. bombs? And, oh, and then they're like, but what do we do You're reading my these? dream journal. We got all these other ones. We keep <laughs> releasing them. And then the next one goes out, and it goes even worse. And they're just throwing money at this thing. <laughs> they're panicking at this point. They're disassembling the Disney area. Oh, dude. Could you... Im- that would be my dream. Yeah, that's not going to happen, though, because people's opinions... Like, people care a little bit about how good a thing is. But with enough marketing, it doesn't matter. That's the uh, that's the has a t- uh, theme of the first Avatar movie. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I feel like there are plenty of movies that are marketed a lot that suck that don't do that well. Like all these HBO Max, but Kong vs. Godzilla, they're Mortal Kombat. I'm seeing commercials a lot, but they're not marketed as well somehow. I don't know. It's whatever the Cameron juice is. <laughs> the Cameron yeah, juice. He's got that secret sauce. He just peppers in December, December sixty. Okay, so they're every two years, every Christmas we get an Avatar wow. movie, for the next starting twenty twenty two for eight years. Eight years. Isn't that sorry? Uh, twenty twenty two, twenty twenty four, twenty twenty six, and twenty twenty eight. So I guess there's six year gap, in between the first and the last. Goodness. That's. Why? What if they're great? Why, what James Cameron? What if they're Cameron? so good? No! <laughs> what if they're the best? You can't, you can't like, talk like that. What if he like gets that? some, I don't even know, like he finds this this playwright who's not even a filmmaker and he gets him to write like these really dense and compelling stories that are just like the themes are really fresh and vibrant in this age and then he matches that with the visual effects. Like It's like Shawshank Redemption on Pandora and it's like, I can't believe... This, this This didn't teach me just about Pandora. It taught me about Earth. It taught me about being a human. <laughs> I've learned about my soul at the movie theater today. Thanks, James Cameron. <laughs> Could you, you imagine? Know, I, that, there's literally no way. <laughs> 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 They're going to be soulless money machines. 
What? Feel so clean uh, like I a mean, machine. You a fan of a hundred Gex? I'm I'm unfamiliar with a hundred Gex. I have heard of them, yeah. but I have not. They have a song. Seen them. James Cameron has not made a movie since Avatar One. Isn't that He's insane? He's been at the bottom of the Mariana Trench in his little submarine, <laughs> planning out these these four films. <laughs> oh, he he did Piranha Two which I don't know if that's good. Terminator, which is great. Aliens, which is great. The Abyss, Terminator 2, True Lies, Titanic, Ghosts of the Abyss, and Aliens of the Deep, which I don't know either of those. And then Avatar. His filmography is pretty stacked. I mean, there's some movies that I've never heard of in mm-hmm. it, for sure. But still, like, box office-wise, you are batting pretty A lot high. of people seem to want to see James Cameron. But I want to see James Cam Roth. <laughs> like, off rather than what? on. <laughs> I want him out of oh, here. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You should make that the description Cam of this Roth. episode. Cam Roth. James Cameron. James Cam Roth. Like James Cameron. <laughs> that, that's how I should have said it. Yeah. Cam Roth. Uh, I, I got where you're coming from. I got where you're coming from. Mm. Anyway, I, I, Do we have, I was going to try to wrap it up. Well, what else? Yeah, what, oh, what else do we have to say it. about I didn't the show? Rate the show. You do. No, you have to rate it. You have to give final closing I'm gonna give thoughts. I'm going to give it a uh, 1.5. I'm going to just, I think I was right. I think it's going to be a 4.5 out of 6 okay. for me. 75% okay. percent out of 100. I think that, that feels right. Okay. There, there was a lot of strong stuff sure. and some weak stuff that I've mm-hmm. already complained about. So no need to wax too poetic. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good show, a okay. little uneven. I liked one and a half of the villains. I kind I, one and a half because of them. I liked uh, Walker. Walker. I kind of liked the Power Broker, okay. and I did not like Carly. Okay. What about Zemo? Are you counting no. him as a villain? He didn't, he didn't because really have he was a, a good guy. I mean, he's kind of an anti-hero yeah. in this more than he was. A yeah. And also the way they've set him up like he in the comic books is part of the team of like the anti-avengers yeah. but he with would walker the How way they've set a team with walker well no that's the thing they've set him up so he hates all of these things so i don't think they're it's going to play out exactly like the comics yeah. in this in this realm i'm so curious what his arc is going so to I be i gotta now. do one and a half which um, is very strange because surely i've already used bruce banner yeah because you've done one and a half three times yeah. now well, no, no. Last time I, I retconned it to be a full size Bruce Banner, so it was just three people. Okay. So now I need him to. Well, I need him to shrink you, back down. You need a retcon yeah. again. I, he's back down from the Hulk. He just keeps changing, and so it'll be <laughs> Bruce Banner. He's always full sized Ant Man, full size Wasp, uh, Captain America, and. What other Avenger do I want at this table? Should we moving forward when we say Captain America, are we referring to the new yeah. Captain America, or should I we? I think we okay. should maybe. I don't All know right. what we refer to the original Captain America as. Maybe Cap, or we could just do OG Steve Cap. Rogers. Just sure. Steve. Or I mean, it would be weird not to use him because Tony Stark's dead, and we still mm-hmm. use him. We miss him so. All right, I think Pepper Potts will be my last Avenger on the on the thing. <laughs> Uh, old old rescue in yeah. her blue armor. Um, I do want to mention I have my ever changing uh, 
definitive MCU ranking of all of the projects, and now I'm including, because they're on Letterboxd, the two TV shows. I won't read the no, entire list because... but where do they fall on the list? I am exactly going to read you just that. WandaVision is at number okay. eight, behind Thor Ragnarok, and in front of Winter Soldier. Okay. And Falcon and Winter Soldier is at number 11, in front of Captain Marvel, but behind Iron Man. Okay. Yeah, I think those are pretty fair. Like, I would put probably both of those things between those two movies. There might be other things. I don't know if they would be adjacent as they are in your list, but I do think I think Ragnarok is a little better than WandaVision. I don't know if my rating reflects that. I, yeah. Um, no, so I, yeah, originally I had WandaVision in front of Ragnarok, and then I rewatched Ragnarok, and I'm like, yeah, this is pretty it's damn good. It's just so good. fun. Cause, and as good uh, yeah. as WandaVision and is, it's not I, quite that level of fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, WandaVision's 8, and Falcon Winter Soldier's 11. I mean, coming out in 24 and 25, like, respectively, uh, and getting in the middle of the road of all these movies is oh, yeah. pretty good for fresh content to do. So, I mean, the bottom of this list is Incredible Hulk and Iron Man 2. Those are both Phase yeah. 1 movies. Like, we haven't seen anything warranting the bottom is, of the list is, uh, in Thor Dark World a decade. Next, or like, how low is that? Thor Dark World is 22, Thor 1 is 23. I like Dark World more than the first right, yeah, one. Yeah, we agree on this. This is yes. We can't let okay. this out or the podcast will be ruined, but we both agree. <laughs> I don't think that's that it controversial. I, th- I don't I think... think th- I've seen this I, opinion echoed, but I feel like it's just by people who haven't watched them in a long time. Yeah, and I think Thor 1 is just like... I don't know. It's, it's it's not that great where you can say it's infinitely better yeah, than Dark World. It feels World. very small potatoes compared to the new MCU. Like, it's a very kind of... Like, because it's just like this one little town with a furnace monster. And a furnace monster... Like, there's no way that furnace monster would be a <laughs> big villain in any modern MCU. Like, that is such a little villain. Well, I mean, it is only a fight because they are dealing with other stuff during that But that's that kind entire... of the main big scary bad guy. Uh, Loki, I would argue, is the main big scary mm. bad guy. He's less of a heavy. It's been a while since you've seen Thor 1, probably. Not that long. I think I saw it last summer. Hmm. Oh. Oh, we are coming up on a rewatch. Yeah, I don't know about that. Thor <laughs> 1 might wait a while for a rewatch. Maybe an Incredible Hulk rewatch. That one you at least owe it to. Alright, well, I think that wraps us up, uh, unless you have anything else to add. I guess so. Uh, I think, yeah, that's about it. Um, I it's, It could be two months before we see each other next, because uh, Black Widow... Oh, no, sorry, Loki. Loki is June 11th. So, about six weeks-ish. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I hope I get to see your uh, beautiful face before then, via, via screen, via Skype, or Fingers Hangouts, or whatever crossed. we do. I don't know. I think um, we might sneak another yeah, episode we, in there. We can. Yeah, yeah we'll do some. We'll we'll get a guest right. on or something and and do some do some fun content right. to celebrate your uh, being your finishing up yeah, your semester. My first year of law school in the bag. Easy, in the bag, easy. we can do a whole Jordan's Law Corner episode no. <laughs> <laughs> where you talk about everything you learned. <laughs> it's just like a little course. You know, if you want to be, you want to know everything I know. Yeah. It yeah. takes an hour. Oh, crash course. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty right. sweet. Well, I have been Jordan uh, Peoples. Well, and Marvel has sucked. I've been Cade Weiberg, and Jordan, I think, liked it a little, but also it doesn't suck. <laughs>